0: welcome to another episode of let's talk about clutter i'm your host margot staten a professional organizer specializing in chronic clutter and today we're going to be talking about seven easy low stress decluttering tips to get you started so if you've ever felt stuck if you've lost momentum if you feel like you're just not making progress today's tips are going to help you declutter And declutter, most importantly, stress-free. Okay, let's start with a number one. And this is one of my favorites just because it's so incredibly stress-free. I mean, anyone can do it. You can do it if you have no time. You can do it if you're incredibly overwhelmed. You can do it if you suffer from depression or anxiety or ADHD. It's just so low stress. So number one is to declutter one item a day. Especially if you're brand new to decluttering, you probably have a lot of stuff. And oftentimes taking in the big picture of all the stuff in itself can make you be like, nope, not going to do it. It's too much. I don't even know where to start. And one of the biggest problems when it comes to decluttering is like not knowing where to start, not knowing what room, what space to tackle. And when we think about that, it it brings on so much feelings of overwhelm and anxiety that we give up. We, you know, oftentimes we don't even start. So I am a firm believer in gentle decluttering. I am a firm believer in slow and gradual entry into the decluttering world. And I think that tossing one item a day is just such a lovely entry point. And now some of you might be thinking, Oh, Marco, but it's only one item. Like I'm not even gonna, you know, maybe, maybe you have a room that's like cluttered from floor to ceiling. And you're like one item a day, what is that going to do? And The truth is, if you don't declutter at all, what is that going to do, right? Um, And just so you're all aware, and you've probably all experienced this, clutter attracts more clutter. So if you have spaces in your home that are like junk drawers or junk rooms or junk surfaces, right, you're probably noticing that more and more clutter is like piling up over there, right? And it's just, this is something that happens. Clutter attracts more clutter. Now, yes, one item a day is not going to have you seeing huge impact, but that's 365 items a day. And if you're somebody who has not decluttered for, you know, a variety of different reasons, 365 items is a lot. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say that if you start with one item a day, you're going to find yourself wanting to declutter more than that. So one item a day is really Low stress, entry level, let's get the ball rolling, right? Let's roll up our sleeves, let's feel accomplished, let's start building motivation and momentum. So you will probably pretty quickly graduate from one item a day to maybe one of the other tips that I'm going to be talking about today. So don't underestimate the value of one item a day. Now, the best way to do this is something I call spot and toss. So these are one second decisions. These are not items where you have to ponder If you should donate it or sell it or keep it, these are not your sentimental items. These are not your guilt items. These are quick one second tosses. So you spot and toss. So you're in your living room and you see a trinket on a shelf and you're like, shoot, like I really don't need that. And it's hella dusty. You just toss it. You're putting on your makeup in the morning and you find an eyeshadow palette and you're like, where the heck am I wearing like pink to, right? Like it's just not gonna happen. Or maybe you have that like, you know, that party palette that has all these like weird colors in it, like green and blue, like where the heck are we going wearing those colors? It's an easy spot and toss. So you encounter an item and you're like, I don't need this, instead of putting it back, toss it. You're walking through your kitchen and you're like, what the heck is on my kitchen countertop? I don't need this thing toss it, right? Easy decisions, low stress level, low emotional investment. And listen, if you spot five items in a day and they're easy tosses, then toss them. You walk into a room that has a lot of clutter and maybe you see a few things on top and you're like, these are definitely easy tosses, not donations, not selling, easy tosses. This is a great way to get over the procrastination hump we all experience when a project seems huge. So give it a try and let me know how it goes. Low stress level tip number two is my favorite and it is the 60 second purge. Now I work with a lot of clients and one of the biggest reasons for not decluttering that I hear is, Margo, I just don't have the time especially if you're a busy mom, you know, you're running a household, you have all of these things going on. I can understand how we tend to prioritize other things. And it's like decluttering or rather achieving that clutter-free subjective space is a nice to have, but not a must have. But let me ask you something. Do you have 60 seconds in a day? And I don't think anyone listening to this will be like, nope, I absolutely, Margo, I absolutely cannot find 60 seconds in a day. Like, It's just not going to happen, right? Don't underestimate and undervalue 60 seconds. Put on a timer. 60 seconds is actually a relatively decent amount of time. So with that said, the 60-second purge is you basically grab a bin or a box or a bag and you walk around your home collecting items you do not need and do not use. This is what I term the swipe effect. So you literally this... (laughs) You're literally walking by, you see a surface and you're like I don't even know it's here. Like I, you know, and it's an easy swipe and toss. So you're going to take the stuff that you see, you're going to spend 60 seconds high energy you know, speed walking or running through your home. And you're just going to swipe things into the box bin or bag that you 100% do not need. So this is we are now leveling up from the one item a day, because typically, this will include multiple items. So in the beginning, especially if you have a lot of clutter, this should be relatively easy. As you progress, and you kind of are left with items that, number one, require your attention to sift through, but also might have some emotional attachments, sentimental guilt factors. And that, the 60-second purge might not apply and we'll have to, well, in this podcast, we'll actually be talking about the leveling up of the strategy. But in the beginning, 60 seconds of just tossing, right? Atomic tossing you'll be making a ton of progress and again all of this is meant to get you into the decluttering mode get you into the habit of decluttering feeling excited about doing this and excited to see that clutter is leaving your home and again it's very low stress easy decluttering tip number three all right we're leveling up here right is to declutter in 15 minute increments. Ladies, 15 minutes of focused, uninterrupted decluttering is a long time. It might not seem like much, but if you have speed and momentum, you can declutter one to two drawers easily. One of my recommendations and mantras is to finish a project from beginning to end. I really encourage you to kind of, you know, when we're leveling up and we're doing maybe 15 minute increments, right? Not like the one item a day or 60 seconds. That's kind of very sporadic um, throughout the space. But once you're leveling up and you're investing 15 minutes, right, 15 focused minutes, I really encourage you to choose an area or a small section, right? It could be underneath your bathroom sink or underneath your kitchen sink or it could be your nightstand or it could be a dresser drawer, right? These kind of small or a kitchen drawer or a kitchen cabinet shelf. These small items, I really, you know, once we're leveling up, it it's best to finish a project that you started, right? Seeing the results, seeing the transformation is going to motivate you to keep going. A lot of times when we, you know, what I call aimless declutter, and we're kind of just like doing a little here and doing a little here, right? And we're actually investing time and energy, but we're not seeing results. It's because we're not finishing a project. So when it comes to 15 minute increments, choose a small section or subsection of a room and just 15 minutes set a timer on your Alexa or on your phone and just go right and my hope is within 15 minutes obviously depending on how much clutter you actually have there in 15 minutes you'll be able to complete a project from start to finish and then you could just be like oh snap this looks absolutely fantastic it was only 15 minutes and look at what I did it feels It feels good and it'll actually decrease your feelings of overwhelm, which will encourage you and motivate you to continue other drawers and areas of your home. I really do encourage you to set a timer. Having an end in sight makes the process a more enjoyable experience. And um, oftentimes you'll find yourself going past the clock and that's okay, right? As human beings, we want to feel accomplished. Like we got something done that we set out to do. So if you say 30 minutes, but you tire out after 15 or you have kids at home and like 15. 30 is just not feasible, you're going to feel discouraged, right? You're not going to feel, you know, um, you're not going to feel like you accomplished something, right? So set a timer for 15 minutes. And if you feel good, if you feel energized, right, if you feel excited past the 15 minutes, then heck, keep going, Tip number four is to make a to-do list. So a beginner's decluttering mistake is not having a to-do list, which leads to aimless decluttering. Again, that's totally fine when you're just doing one item a day or when you're doing a 60-second purge. But when we're now kind of rolling up our sleeves and investing our time to see a transformation in a particular room, a to-do list really helps. It helps keeps us structured. It helps keeps us focused. Sometimes it'll even help us to stop procrastinating and get it done because we're like, okay, we know exactly what we need to do. Without having a to-do list, we're not actually finishing what we started. So we're wasting energy and time and we're seeing very little progress and this And this decreases motivation and sometimes we just give up. You wanna create a simple decluttering plan, right? Maybe you identified a room in your home that you wanna declutter. So maybe it's your kitchen for most of us women, <laughs> That oftentimes that is like a starting point, even though it tends to be like it tends to be a heavy duty project. But with that said, let's say it's the kitchen, right? So you're going to write down kitchen on the top of your to-do list, and then you're going to break apart the kitchen into smaller, more manageable areas. So you're going to write down the fridge, the freezer, the countertop, you know, the cabinets. You can even subdivide that Upper cabinets, lower cabinets, you can indicate drawers. Maybe you have a bunch of clutter in your stove. I don't know, right? So you're going to break apart your kitchen into smaller, more bite sized, manageable sections that you can declutter in 15 minutes. It's a one pager, pin it to your refrigerator, and then when you have time, declutter one of those sections at a time and then cross them out. Crossing something out feels very good. And the next thing you know, everything on that list is crossed off and you look around your kitchen and you're like, shoot, that looks good. If you're actually interested in learning more details and kind of a step-by-step guide on how to create your home decluttering plan for the next year, I... I will actually be hosting several free workshops in both December and January, teaching you exactly how to create your own decluttering plan so you can be clutter free in the new year. I will leave a link to it in the show notes. Decluttering tip number five, low stress, is to start with the easy stuff first. Don't bite off more than you can chew. If you are new to decluttering or haven't been successful in the past, start with the easy stuff first. An underwear drawer, your nightstand, a shelf in the linen closet. You want to avoid the sentimental stuff because that just kind of puts a halt on the whole decluttering process. So if you encounter a sentimental item, feel free to just put it aside. Don't take on hours of projects either. That tends to be exhausting. Right? I know that we want to declutter our homes. I know we want to achieve the clean and tidy space that is peaceful, right? That we are proud of, that maybe our intention is to finally have people over, right? A lot of us, when we have clutter, we feel embarrassed having people over. And when we have people over, we feel the need to apologize for the way that our home looks. So, yes, we want to achieve that clutter free, clean, and tidy space. But we also have to understand that it's a process and that it takes time. Now, if you have an army that's going to be helping you, then feel free to put in five hours of work. But most of us, it's very difficult to declutter in marathons. So start with easy stuff first, little by little compounds, right? You might, it's like losing weight. When you first start losing weight, you're not actually seeing the real, like actual true progress you know, when you look in the mirror or maybe you have that like one size lower pair of pants and you still don't fit into it and you're like getting discouraged, right? When it comes to losing weight, it's exercise, it's diet, and it's a long-term investment. It's not something that happens overnight. So a lot of times progress is actually happening, but it might not yet be visible to you. And decluttering is exactly the same thing. So stick with it. Start easy, start with a drawer, Learn right when we start easy, we also start learning what decluttering methodologies work for us. Right, there is no one size fits all decluttering method. Like, I am not by any means preaching the Kanmori method is the best, or the Swedish death cleaning is the best, or Project 333 is for you, or like the four box method, or the 12 week method. By the way, I, I will probably make a podcast episode probably next week, just going over the various decluttering methods. It's really about trying different things and seeing what works for you. Baby steps are a great way to flex those decluttering muscles and you will naturally get better over time. That I can promise you. Decluttering tip number six, and this is one of my favorites because it works so well. And it is to pair up with a buddy. Having an accountability partner motivating you, keeping you in check and on track, especially on those days that you just don't want to do it, will keep you decluttering. Knowing that your girlfriend is going to hit you up and be like, send me a picture of what you decluttered or what will you be decluttering this week? Or better yet, just like a text message that says progress, like a series of question marks, right? Having that accountability partner forces you to produce. You don't want to be like, oh, snap, I did nothing today. I have nothing to report. Or like, just avoid your friend completely. (laughs) There's something about having an accountability partner that works, right? they keep you in check they keep you on track and they keep you accountable right you set a goal for a space and they're monitoring you to make sure that like you're meeting that goal now accountability partners can be friends it could be family members it could be you know somebody that you know and it could be somebody you know on the internet you know we have a free Facebook group and it is an incredible place of the most wonderful and supportive women who share their progress, share their struggles, who support each other. It's just I am so blessed and grateful for our Facebook group. It's called Declutter Your Life. It's completely free and you can find an accountability partner there. You can also hire me as a coach and that is exactly what I do, right? I support you. I'm your accountability partner, of course, I give you strategies, and I guide you and I track your progress. But you know, that also helps. Speaking of which, if you're interested in hiring me as a coach, and as your accountability partner, I have an incredible holiday sale. Where you get one month of decluttering coaching with me at a rate of 80% off. It is only available until December 31st. You can check out more details in the show notes. If you're recruiting your friends or your family members, you know, don't don't forget to show them some appreciation, right? Offer them drinks, offer them dinner, cake, I don't know, maybe a nice bottle of wine finding a friend who also wants to declutter so you guys can actually be each other's accountability partners is even better. And now on to sip number, <laughs> I just said sip, okay. And now on to tip number seven, celebrate your wins ladies, we do not celebrate enough. We celebrate everything our kids do. We support our partners, our friends, our loved ones with their big and small accomplishments. Yet we finally declutter the entire kitchen. And we're like, oh, I need to go like food shopping and I got to make dinner. And we just like completely go over it. Like, girl, you just invested 30 freaking days into decluttering an entire kitchen. And you're like, Oh, all right. I got to go get dressed, like go pick up the kids from school. Like what? Can we take a minute? Just take a minute. Like if you recently completed a decluttering project, it could have been a drawer, could have been a room, doesn't matter. It could have been the glove box in your car, whatever. Can you please with me right now, take a minute and acknowledge what you did. Acknowledge that you decluttered the space right? Like that is a huge win. And we're just like eh, on to the next thing that's more important. No, no, I urge you to stop and celebrate your accomplishment. Celebrate and reward yourself too. a cup of coffee, getting your nails done 30 minutes of outdoor time, whatever, as long as it begins to associate decluttering with something positive. I hope this episode helped you feel more confident and motivated to declutter. Thank you so much for listening. As always, good luck on your decluttering journey and remember to be good to yourselves.